Greetings, my chubby babies. It's your thick, fat daddy, Wolf the Dog, here to slap, lap, and crap right into your chonky little ear holes. I, of course, am emanating from the basement. 694.2 PTBP. From the future to the past. But the past is your present? I don't know, time travel confuses me, but I still do it constantly because it makes my innards feel frisky. Speaking of frisky business, this week's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Schmusk, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. It's that easy, y'all. They write, hell yeah. From Adam to Eric. Thank you for letting me know about this podcast. It made the first few months of baby Aurelia's life even better. Recently, I took her to her six-month checkup, and after they gave her her shots, they cut my dick off. Turns out it's actually pretty common. We love you all the way from D.C. DTF. Well, Adam and Eric, I hope y'all have fun running around dickless or whatever. Do y'all know how they dispose of discarded dongs? I sure do. And I'll never tell how or why I know or what kind of wine goes best with a wok fried wang. Remember, if you think we deserve it, spread around some internet love by tagging at Pretending Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or pledge to help keep this show going at patreon.com slash pretendingpod. Also, my producer says the current plan is to record another Q&A episode for this here main feed that will be released quite soon. Like, maybe next Friday soon. So head on over to the subreddit at reddit.com r slash pretending to be people and find the Q&A thread to submit your questions. Also, feel free to send those questions to at pretending pod on Twitter as well. Me, I'm tired of the past. It's giving me them blues. Thank fuck this is the last broadcast I'm blasting out old news. Last episode, the PCs all signed some sort of paperwork to partner with the calm, comfy campground on something called Operation Hole Puncher in a room filled with the flowers found all over the island. The memories continued to bounce around, from a cottage filled with security equipment to the rounded-off meeting room dealing with a broad woman and a scrawny man who were attempting to spray them with some sort of spray made from the flowers on the island. Angela, when cornered and confused by the actions of the group, began chanting something strange and lost in translation. With time being all finicky, I'm assuming this may perhaps be the last time I'm asked to choose a brand new track to premiere on this audio cast, and I've been saving this one for this perfect moment. I have the distinct pleasure to present to each of you, for the very first time, Dream Girl with Pretty. Sexual.
Wild Bone. Mr. Zach's Wild Bone. Mr. Zach's Wild Bone. Is that why? Uh... <laughs> Even though it won't be in the people are, what the fuck is this? Style? I want to get off Mr. Bone's Wild Ride. Hi, Zach. Hey, Joe. Hey, Justin. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's nice. Good burp, Luke. You're being mean to me, Zach. Oh, I don't think so, personally. I personally do think so. Oh, okay. Personally. <laughs> Could you just give me a rundown of how I've been mean to you? That way I can better myself. No. <laughs> you called him ugly. You, you called him stupid. Me. You hurt me. Emotional. You, you have been hitting him a lot. Yeah, yeah, you just punch him in the shoulder, like, really hard all the time. These are all fair, but do you have any, like, <laughs> real, real ones? Yeah. <laughs> I like when you sit on my chest. I don't like when you hurt me the other ways. <laughs> well, you should say the safe word, which is Papa Zachariah. Oh, that's that's when I stop. <laughs> Anything referring to me being a father. No, I'm out. Dad. <laughs> dad. Oh no, Dad. Finish it. Say daddy. <laughs> No, daddy is hot. Dad is disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I want you to finish it so I can finish. All right, so. You're my male father figure. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. okay. We need to take this all out. All of it? Yeah. Some of it. Okay, let's start now. Hey, Zach. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Would you fuck Justin? <laughs> Would I? Have I? Did I? Did I? <laughs> you had a rough middle school, didn't you? Does, doesn't everybody have a rough middle school? Nah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, now nah, we're all super cool in middle school. That's why we have a role playing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys let me join you. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's week going? Better Pretty than good. middle school. <laughs> <laughs> About the same as middle school. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real middle school kind of week. Yeah, I get teased a lot still by my peers. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. I'm about You're to right. start spring break and then not have to go back to class afterwards, so that's nice. That's yep. wild. Pretty much. Are you a little old to be in college? Shouldn't you just quit <laughs> like, <laughs> like the rest of us? <laughs> nah. I like them young. Oh, no. My teacher's younger than me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you just like to learn from the people who are like the newest to Fre the technology. Yeah, fresh out There's of There's a school. creepy Tony LaRusso bobblehead looking down approvingly at Luke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony. I love the things you do. <laughs> Holy shit. This is for like five people in our listening audience but have you guys seen the video of tony la Russa? the dui <laughs> the thing? dui in florida in the like early 2000s no it's pretty good okay, it's amazing I he got okay tony la Russa, former former manager of the st louis cardinals rip <laughs> rip no good team he's a lot yeah uh anyway he the mlb Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he fell asleep at a stoplight in Florida yeah. during spring training. What? Just fell asleep, stopped in his car. <laughs> There's an interview with him at the police station where he's just wasted, and he's like, "Do you know what I do? I'm in professional baseball." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, it's good shit. That's super cool of him. <laughs> I, well, ex- God damn it. He also took Albert Pujols to that fucking Glenn Beck like, rally for America. I didn't know that. Yeah. How did Albert feel about that? No, that he was super into it because they're all like rich Christian. (laughs) (laughs) The two sometimes go hand in hand, other times not. And today we're playing a role playing game. Are you Uh, sure? Yeah. For those of you who are are just now joining us uh, here on pretending to be people, let's give them a quick rundown. So on December 1st. John Lee Bold of you to assume we remember the story. So <laughs> no, let's just do it real quick from start to finish. I show up every day just like, like blank. <laughs> <clears throat> End of sentence. <laughs> I was curious. All right, well, start blank this today. Is not a good start. <laughs> Walter and Alan Grimes in the lead. Charles Digby and Roger Fairfield in the middle. Bradley Cooper and Jack Russell in the back. You are all paddling for your lives. I need everyone to roll sanity. I pass. Failed. 94. I pass. On a... Oh, no. <laughs> 49. Oh, 99. Shit. Yes. Okay, That's so. a crit success, right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost 100. Uh, Joe and Luke, if you guys could leave the room real quick. Oh, no. Don't leave. He'll do bad things. Luke, no. Goodbye forever. We're about to drown in this lake. Oh, no. No, we're about to get uh, <laughs> eaten by a big thing. Or, or fully absorbed into the system. Oh. We'll start working against them. You guys failed sanity, which means that you turn Sometimes around now. A good thing. It turns out that Martin Cupertino, you're actually in the same canoe as Jack Russell. Uh, in the next canoe forward, we've got Charles Digby, who looks back just in time to see an unspeakable worm-like abomination erupts above the surface of the water. This thing rises 10 feet up out of the black, inky darkness. It is tube-like, Covered in a squamous black, partially translucent membrane. Its body is segmented, and toxically green pulsating arteries and veins can be seen through its thin looking exterior. It has no identifiable eyes or nose. Its cavernous, circular mouths, one sitting just inside the other, are lined with hooked teeth, and it spits out a saliva that is somehow darker than black. From this maw, a sharp stylet protrudes, like something between a tongue and a noodle-like needle. It plunges down and attaches to the top of Jack Russell's head, and then it rips him out of the back of the canoe, sucking the short portly man up into its round teeth-encircled mouth before slipping quickly and quietly back into the pitch-black water of Lake Calm. I need you both to roll a D8. One. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what was that? What was that? Squamous. Did I say it right? I think you did. I thought it was Squamous. I rolled five. Okay, so you lose five sanity. Cool. Cupertino (laughs) loses five sanity, and Charles Digby just loses one sanity. No, you know, this can't be real. Martin Cupertino, I need you to put in order fight, flight, and freeze from most likely to least likely. 
flight, fight, and freeze. Well, de- yeah, if he thinks he can, if he thinks he can't match it, flight. Uh, if he has no choice, fight. I think the last thing he would do is freeze. Okay, sounds good. So if you roll a one, you'll freeze. If you roll a two or a three, you'll fight. And if you roll four, five, six. On a d6? You will flight. Three, which is fight? Fight. This thing is all the way back down in the water. So you are now alone in your canoe, ready to fight. What do I have on me? Do uh, I feel my pockets? Do yeah. I have the syringe? Do I have yep. anything else? Uh, you've got the map mm-hmm. and the syringe. And the cassettes. <laughs> nice. I unspool the cassettes <laughs> and aim to <laughs> choke the sea creature. No, I, I think I uh, I get the uh, the syringe out, oh. pokey and in one hand, and he's ready. This guy sucks, but he does know martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. He can do it. I, I don't like to say that he can because he sucks, but. <laughs> But he could do it. He can do it. He's pretty good at it. So he's he's ready. He's in the canoe. Oh, my God. He's just like, fuck you. Fuck you, you worm piece of shit. And if it's him or the worm, it's going to be him and the worm. Okay. Like he's. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Then you'll like, get a you'll get a you'll get a bonus if it comes for you. Next. Okay. Joe, Luke. Fuck. Joe. A I microphone. Do we the, say it in the mic? It's right. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. We're both sorry. (laughs) Walter Grimes, you're still rowing and rowing, and Alan is like, we got to keep rowing. We got to keep rowing. So I need you to roll a strength or an athletics or swimming. Walter succeeds on his check and Uh, does some good rows. Walter does? Or Alan does, sorry. Uh, Walter fails. Walter fails. Okay, so you guys keep rowing. You're getting almost to the shore on the opposite side. You're very, very near the shore on the opposite side. Roger Fairfield, you're in a canoe with Charles Digby, who... Roger. Uh, 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 uh. We gotta row. Uh, we gotta row. We gotta row. Uh, I'm frozen, staring behind us. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll look behind me. You look behind you just in time to see the water just kind of like... Bloop, and there's nothing there, including the nothingness that used to be Jack Russell, who is no longer in the back of the canoe. You just see Martin Cupertino by himself now. And what is he doing? Was he in front or back? He was in back. Let me just say that. Sure. <laughs> he, like he took time when they were fleeing at the start of this to say to Jack Russell, like, no, I'm in back. <laughs> I steer. It's the power position yeah. of a canoe. So yeah, I mean, like, who was in back? Me. Okay. Jack Russell gets eaten, and <laughs> uh, I guess I've got to do everything myself. And he paddles that much harder. So I need you all to roll. Uh, Justin and Thomas, Martin Cupertino, and Charles Digby will be at a negative twenty percent for failing their sanity checks. Okay, I f- I fail. I would have passed, but except for that negative twenty. <laughs> yep. What was <laughs> I rolling? Happened. Athletics? Yeah. Yeah, I passed. Oh, wait. Athletics? I thought sanity. No, athletics. Oh, uh, I think I pass. Um, 65 minus 20 is 45. I pass. 39. I failed. Am I just like... like, I don't. Let's get the fuck out of here, Roger. (laughs) I don't like his little chart that I see over there. (laughs) I've got a little chart that they can see, so I'll just show it off. But basically, there are four blank boxes for each canoe. 
and the Grimes have three boxes marked off because huh. they are the closest to the shore. And then Fairfield and Digby in a canoe have two out of the four boxes checked. Oh, no. And I thought most boxes was worse. And <laughs> Cooper, <laughs> turns out it's good. Man. I have um, the least boxes checked. Martin check. Cupertino just has one box checked out of four to get to the other side. Well, that makes sense. At this point, I am going to roll a d6 to decide as the water around all of you begins to move and something massive underneath is choosing its next target. We're going to say uh, Cooper, Martin Cupertino, you're one. Uh, we got... Wait, you're rolling a D6? I'm rolling a D6. Roger Fairfield is two. Charles Digby is three. Walter Grimes is four. Alan Grimes is five, six... Reroll miss it stays dormant. How about oh, that? A good option. I'm I'm for it. I don't know. Well, which dice did you just roll? <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> Martin. That's Martin Cupertino. So the water around you. Shit! Wow, shit, Jack shit, just shit, built a shit, whole shit. cocktail. Hey, it looks okay. In a real tense moment. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> that is from There's the another ice cube. We got him a sippy cup. <sighs> I got a closed lid on that there, bud. Have you been recording our casual conversation this whole time? No, he just. Uh, that is that is from the country. <laughs> that is from the country. Praise. <laughs> No, I'm oh, back. So oh, good. that noise that you just heard was me <laughs> spilling my drink all over myself and over a lot of our XLR cables. That's what he calls simultaneously coming, pissing, and shitting his pants. Typical Zach. Uh, <laughs> Spilled my drink. My cochlea just exploded everywhere. Gross. That's what it's called, right? No, you're no. close. <laughs> you're very close. <laughs> it's cloaca. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Implant. So it's not often that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So piss, shit, and jizz just spewed out of Zach's ears. <laughs> oh, right. Shit. Okay. So it's not often that I would do this, but it makes sense that in that moment, I'm going to use my actual actions instead of my dice roll. Uh, I had just rolled Wait, a what do you one mean? on uh, your actual act. This, I don't know what this, you mean. This giant abomination uh, coming for Martin Cupertino, but I was reaching for my dice to roll that attack. So instead of that attack roll, I'm going to use the fumble because Zach fumbled. Nice. My oh. attempt to grab the dice. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you blundered. I blundered, and therefore our, our actions in this world affect their world. Exactly. Oh my god! That's, you guys that's are too we, much responsibility. <laughs> if we kill Zach, he can't do any bad stuff to us. <laughs> oh no! He couldn't do any good stuff either. <gasps> oh, that's when true. has he? <laughs> oh, not he true. fluffs us before every session, <laughs> like a big old silk pillow. So basically, you all Body pillow. <laughs> turn around just in time to see this uh, this absolute tube-like creature comes ten feet out of the water and spills its drink and spills its drink <laughs> all oh, over. So actually, 
Shit! <laughs> so what happens is the Grimes and Roger Fairfield haven't seen this yet, so I'll describe it once again, but it rises 10 feet out of the water. It is an unspeakable worm-like abomination, tube-like, covered in squamous black, partially translucent membrane. Its body is segmented and toxically green pulsating arteries and veins can be seen through its thin-looking exterior. It has no identifiable eyes or nose. Its cavernous circular mouths, one sitting just inside the other, are lined with hooked teeth, and it spits out a saliva that is somehow darker than black. And actually, instead of going for like an attack on Martin Cupertino, all of this spit comes out and just lands all over the canoe. You can roll like a dodge or a dexterity to try to avoid this goop getting all over you. Didn't you say it already failed? Yeah, it failed. <laughs> but it, it vomited. Like, literally like grabbing you and, you know, Doing a pulling you in. Yeah. So it just gacks. It does what Blank. Zach did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I got a 61. I'll roll athletics since that's a 65. There you go. So you swiftly move in this canoe from the back up to the front real quick as the back gets completely drenched in this goop that is blacker than the water of Lake Calm, which you thought was already so dark that it like basically pulled light away from the viewer's eyes. And you guys can roll again to try to paddle away. Roger, pull it together. Athletics or what? You get anything that'll work. So swimming, <laughs> athletics, pass, pass. Forty-two. I was uh, hoping 65. I could say you got it, bud, but I failed again. As I'm telling him to pull it together, I also <laughs> failed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cramp. So you guys both failed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as this goop just gets all over the back of uh, Martin Cupertino's canoe, he jumps back and keeps paddling from the front with such a swiftness that he pulls up even with Roger Fairfield and Charles Digby. Just huge plunging like drives into the water as he's fucking crewing it. Swiftly moving, yeah, swiftly through the water in perfect like literally stroke, stroke, stroke. (laughs) Stroke. He's saying that. Charles, we gotta we gotta do it like that. We gotta do it like that. Oh, Listen, my arms hurt. You gotta hear sticks. So the grimes actually reach the shore on the other side and immediately Alan's like, Walter, Walter, we gotta get up we gotta get up onto the shore and he like is trying to pull the canoe up onto the I'll land. grab like underneath where I was sitting and just yeah, sprint bringing it up on shore. And you guys are up on the shore. Now we've got three people in the water, so Jack I'm gonna roll another D six. God, I'm so nervous to like move. <laughs> Need a cup holder for you. All right. So one and two are going to be Martin Cupertino. Three and four is Roger Fairfield. And five and six is Charles Digby. Cocked. Crack die. That's a two. Correct die. <laughs> Who is two? Martin Cupertino. <laughs> this thing hates him. Quit being mean to Tommy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Martin is the one who should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this thing's coming for you. It just jump, it like comes out of the water, almost like a proboscis, but like something from inside its maw is coming toward you and is trying to attach to the top of your head. How are you going to try to dissuade it from taking you into itself? I reach back behind me and grab the now departed Jack Russell's paddle. Nice. Actually, it would it would be right next to me because he was in front. Exactly. I grab that and I just try to shove it up the maw instead of my head. 
Absolutely. Okay. So go ahead and roll melee weapons or um, uh, karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I actually do have a martial arts skill. Where is it? Uh, if you wrote it in, it'd be on the left. Was it just your unarmed combat? It is my unarmed combat. Can I roll athletics? Yeah. Or actually, no, melee is better. Melee. 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 Mealworm weapons. Yes! <laughs> 50 on a 50. I rolled a 10, so you win. Yeah. So as this thing comes down, this like noodle-like needle coming out of the middle of its circular vast mouth is like trying to fight its way through. So Martin Cupertino, with his left hand, is still plunging his paddle into the water. Left. Right. <laughs> left. Right. And he, he reaches behind him for the paddle of the departed Jack Russell. And he just like jams it straight into the air behind him at where he thinks the mouth is. And it just happened to be the moment where this proboscis was coming in straight at your head. You knock it back. And as the maw like gets pulled down with this weird stylet that's protruding from its mouth, you like jam the oar in sideways like uh, in Star Wars when uh, Luke gets the... And the compactor. Yes. No. Three, in the, in the mouth. The rancor. The rancor. The rancor. Yeah. yeah. I keep its jaws open. Yeah. Yeah. And it lets it lets out this. That might be a really cool OS startup sound. But he's <laughs> now he's now he's paddling with both hands. All right, everybody, roll athletics. Except for Luke, you're good. You're Can safe. Can I pass so, sixteen? Move. Yeah, absolutely. As they're uh, rowing and rowing, what are the Grimes doing? I pick up. I want to find a medium-sized rock that's like kind of sharp, and I want to skip it at the monster. Fantastic. So you'll do that to help aid if it's coming at someone okay. on the next attack. Roger fails again and for every one of these I've rolled a 92, a 93, and a 96. Oh my god. Yeah. Roger Fairfield can't canoe to save he, his goddamn life. I mean, literally. Way more he really awesome can't. if he'd rolled a 92, 93, and 94. I know. I know. <laughs> Why didn't you lie? I Justin, did Charles Digby <laughs> succeed? I passed. Hang on, let's go back. All it was right. a 92, a 93. <laughs> Roll again. We'll do everything for <laughs> I passed as well. Alright, so Fairfield Digby and Martin Cupertino, the canoes are side by side at this point, and you guys are one success away from being safe on the shore on the other side as this water moves, and you feel the canoes, both of your canoes, just kind of like lift up a little bit as you're rowing. One, two for Martin Cupertino, three, four for Roger Fairfield, five, six for Charles Digby. That's a four. That's Roger Fairfield. You deserve it. <laughs> okay, so first, dead <laughs> as this thing is coming, as this thing is coming up out of the water, I want to roll from Walter Grimes for skipping a rock. Whatever it is, uh, it's a ninety-eight, so I fail. <laughs> the rock is too big, and it skips twice, and you then just drop it. Down. <laughs> my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my hand. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Alan will take a page out of your book and try to do the same thing. And he too fails. <laughs> so there will be no assist on this, Joe. So as this, uh, as this thing is coming up out of the water, emitting this weird, like, almost green, almost 
dark, just like liquid that is all over its body. It's actually like an oil now that is covering the top of Lake Calm surrounding you. And it is coming down straight for your head. What are you doing? Uh, having seen Martin just handle it with his oar, I'm going to try and, if it's coming straight down at me, I want to knock it like a baseball bat would be knocking a ball out of the air. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll. Uh, is that melee or unarmed? That'll be melee. Ugh. You mean that thing I don't have? <laughs> <laughs> a 92. I'm going to use, this This is the third set of dice I've used, but I'm going to change the <laughs> dice again. Let him re-roll. Maybe let him re-roll. Let him re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> let him take it. I rolled an 84. Okay. So I failed. Okay. And so as this uh, this this water beast rises up and comes down toward you, you bat away just enough, kind of throws it off its trajectory, and the proboscis goes right into the canoe in between you and Charles Digby, and it actually punctures into the canoe. So you'll both take a negative 20% on your next athletics checks to try to get to the safety Wonderful. of the shore. They're taking me down with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it is now back under the water, and you guys are rowing for your lives. I finally pass one. I get a 43. But wait, with your minus 20%. I don't pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Doesn't really matter. Wait, is this good or bad? This you know, is it's bad. terrible. You rolled a one hundred. Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled a one hundred. Well, wait, I rolled a zero, zero, zero. Yep, that's a hundred. Oh. Wait, did you say you rolled a ninety six okay. earlier? Earlier, yeah. A one zero zero is a fail. That should have been a crit fail. <laughs> a one zero zero is enough. Oh, did we make that rule? I yeah, forgot about that. It's the opposite that. of sixty nine. <laughs> Uh, Martin Cupertino will actually lose uh, one of his successes (laughs) on that. So Fairfield and Digby take the uh, with we're going into like percentiles of how much land is left between you and Mm -hmm. the shore. And you guys still have one success left. But now Martin Cupertino needs two or one critical success in order to make it to the shore as the water around you begins to bubble. I don't like this new mechanic because it's scary. This chase, <laughs> this water monster chase mechanic. Yeah. Well, tough shit because it's going to come up in every situation from now on. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a five. That's Charles Digby is getting it this time. Oh, like good getting it? or <laughs> <laughs> Charles Digby's getting it. Getting it. <laughs> Charles Digby can get it. <laughs> Let's see if Charles Digby can get it. What I need to roll. You need to roll whatever you're going to do to try to avoid getting sucked up into the worm. <laughs> the water worm. Can I just like aggressively Cyril paddle Figus forward? Cyril can beat the worm. It's, it's like freak out and be like, <laughs> like to try and get out of its like path or. Yeah, you would have to. Would I still get my decrease though? On yes, that? Okay. you would. Then I won't do that because that will be hard. I mean, any. I'm not going to talk into my mic anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to move all the way over here. <laughs> a sharp tongue is coming at you currently. What are you doing? I think I'd probably want to do like a similar thing. Where, like I want to bat it away with the, the paddle. Are they like thick, sturdy paddles? I'm assuming yeah, I too? mean, it's not original, but it has worked. So yeah. let's give it a go. I don't here. have any fucking other stuff to use. <laughs> I know. I was, I, was, I was trying to come up with something original. You're stuck too, up on I the can, water. It yeah. doesn't, uh, doesn't lend itself. So give it a go. Okay. I rolled a four. I rolled a 22. 
I rolled a 29 oh, no. for my rocks skipping. Oh, nice. Uh, unfortunately, this is a very loyal little robot boy. That won't be able to. Uh, <laughs> that won't be able to help as. So it skips over and hits the worm, and nothing happens. Yeah, it, it, it actually hits the worm, and it's got a really thin exterior, and so you see one of the arteries of this Ugh. thing just like flops out Ugh. of the skin, and this it. toxically green like liquid begins pouring on top of Lake Calm. Can I roll damage? Sure. What do I roll? A rock. Uh, D4. D4. <laughs> a tiny boy. Two. Fuck you, worm. <laughs> and it lets out a little like... Little one. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. However... Can um, Alan help too? <laughs> help me throw, the, throw every rock <laughs> He failed. Oh. Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> As Charles Digby just yells, fuck you, Alan, this sharp stylet protrudes and it's this tongue noodle-like needle plunges down and attaches to the top of Charles Digby's head. And it is ripping you up into its maw currently. You guys have one action to try to fix this. Otherwise, he's going into this creature. Uh, well, Roger's going to try and pull him down. All right. And what is Martin Cupertino doing? What is Walter Grimes doing? Rowing for sure. <laughs> uh, I just threw the rock and I'm picking another one up. I'd yep. like to use this opportunity to uh, get another box checked on them. Okay. Yeah, you can. So go ahead and roll. It's 97. 97. <laughs> <laughs> The roll. He's today. he's rolling backwards because <laughs> he's too shocked to think. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna roll strength, and I will roll strength against you, which an eighty. Well, that's a five. Oh my god, he rolled a three. <laughs> yeah! That's a three. Yeah. Incredible. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Holy oh shit. <laughs> Charles Digby, as this thing has you by the top of the head, it's like literally like pulling you up in. You're five feet off the ground. The only thing keeping you like connected to this canoe is Roger Fairfield, who has hands on both of your feet and is just in a tug of war with a giant Xeno nematode. And it is just pulling and pulling and this thing's pulling at your head i need you to roll a constitution i also like to think i'm like trying to punch it in the head yes. <laughs> so I'm, just like, I'm just like fuck off I'm like constitution oh good that's not super high i pass <laughs> 53 out of 55 you feel your spine literally is trying to disconnect itself as this thing is pulling you apart and you reach up and grab onto this thing's tongue just in time before it snapped your spinal cord and ripped your head off of the rest of your body you and roger fairfield together just like snap this thing off your head. You are now, what was your hair situation like before? It was I'm just, you know, short brown hair. You know that sketch from I Think You Should Leave where you can hire uh, someone dressed in a gorilla costume to come rip your toupee off? Toupee off? 
Well, that happens. That happens, <laughs> and you get scalped. But you hired a Ugh. nematode. <laughs> yeah. Your head is bleeding to the point to where your eyes are having like trouble seeing through the golden eyed style blood rushing down your face. But your back just popped. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. in the best way. <laughs> you decompressed my spine, bro. Thanks, dude. <laughs> and as it pops off, it like flings itself backward. It was putting so much into it that it just rips backward into the water as it falls backwards, and you fall onto Roger Fairfield in the canoe. Do I have a safe George for now? Bleeding, but all, bleeding over all over. Is it like if George everything. Costanza got like a head wound right on top? Yes. Like I have the little sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're Costanzing. However, where the bald spot is, is just raw blood and like skin that is uh, like three layers less than Ugh. it was epithelially speaking. I got to piss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, Joe. I got you, man. Thank you, Joe. I love you. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Costanza. Um... For just imminent consumption. <laughs> Nasty, dirty, her- dirty Hershey's. Dirty Hershey's. Y'all dirty heard about Hershey's. that Dirty Hershey's? <laughs> Those Hershey's clerks. Dude, Dirty Hershey's yeah. is my favorite rapper. <laughs> and it's also me. I'm Dirty Hershey's. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm definitely going to call every bout of diarrhea from now on the Dirty, Dirty Hershey's. Hershey's. <laughs> That's what I call e- other Eagles fans who are from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, it was too far. Oh, yeah. okay. I got it. It was too far. Elbow bump. I Elbow mean, you, you can get it, but it doesn't make it good. Did you? Hit, Thank oh. you. Did you hit record? Yes, I did. Nice. Are you sure? <laughs> you want to try I again after that Hershey, Pennsylvania joke? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to miss out on Dirty Hersh. <laughs> As this thing flops back and just like lands in the water. How dong-like is this thing? Yeah, oh, that's what I was thinking. It's pretty dong-like. <laughs> yeah, it's just the dong flapping around. It's Have bit, you ever opened your penis hole? <laughs> oh, and it looks like weird little lips. Is that what its mouth looks like? <laughs> Ow. It's like a urethra <laughs> with multiple like circular yeah. teeth all do inside you, of it. Do your like, guys' dicks not have teeth? <laughs> How do you feed Do you guys it? have tails? <laughs> How do you process the urine crystals? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have dick teeth. Bradley Cooper, crunch, Charles crunch, Digby, crunch, 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 Walter crunch, crunch, and Alan crunch. Grimes, and Roger Fairfield, yes. you are all standing in the room where you met for orientation and the two steps forward <laughs> three steps backwards <laughs> oh wait can how are we supposed to feel motivated to escape this creature on the lake zach you don't know how to feel about anything currently because your mind is being moved from place to place so constantly where's everyone at oh, which, mentally which room are we in i'm on the oh, lake mentally. i'm still on the lake and yet you're standing in this room and you have this spray bottle in your hand. Which room are we in again? The meeting room. And did Angela just close the door on us? Well, Angela's not in here. I know, but was this? does it feel like the time when she just closed the door on us? I, I think the whole point is to determine that sort of thing. <laughs> Do, uh, okay, uh, well, okay, I've got the spray bottle in my hand. Uh-huh. I'm kicking open the outside door and I'm looking for any motherfucker who works here to spray. As you kick out the outside door, you guys all look out and you see that it is completely empty. You see that there is the desk on your left and there's the water cooler with the coffee machine on your right and it is dead silent and there's no one around. I want to look at Charles. Is he scalped? No. 
uh, do I remember that yes. I have scalped? I'm like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> As like, you poke at your head, you feel just immense pain rushing through, like the back, your back, like is just like the memory of pain, or it, like yeah, it's like an idea of pain that is just like streaming down your back, and yet you feel hair. And I look at Roger, and I'm like, "Am I? It's no, not, it, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I, you're fine." And then I'm like, <laughs> I can like feel my fucking back just rushing with pain. I'm like, oh, my fucking back. And I, I'm like, look, look, look at it. Look at it. And I like lift the back, my back shirt up. <laughs> I look at it. It's fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Calm down. Calm down. Okay. You're fine. Oh, God. Do As I- you lift it up, though, you do notice that you you have the little mark on the inside of your elbow pit. Oh, fuck. Do you, do you, and I just motion to my arm. Do you have this? I, 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 I still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we tried. We tried. Walter and I. We were. We were throwing rocks. We. We were trying to. I. I think we're saved. I don't. Alan, do you have a mark? And he holds up his uh, arm and pulls up his shirt, and there's a mark on the inside. A little blood dried up. I want to run behind the desk and see if there's a gun underneath. Uh, roll search. Fail. You do not find a gun. There's no gun there, so you do find a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. This game is wild. <laughs> I have a question to ask Zach that I'm Zach. they shouldn't listen to. Oh, okay, take your headphones off, I guess. Thomas. Well, why don't you just ask him? <laughs> is it my first time again, or is that... No, you okay. remember everything. Okay. You're back. What did you touch? <laughs> <laughs> and that echoes in your ear of Jack Russell saying, What did, what did you touch? What did you touch? There you go. That was oh, nice. What did you touch? <laughs> It's just echo, echo, echo. Is he in the room? Nope. <laughs> Is there any kind of... Can I roll like some kind Why'd of... Why'd you spill your beans? Can I roll some kind of search to see if like there's been a trace of someone in here? Does it look totally It's untouched? not that it's like abandoned, but there's just no one in here right okay. now. It's as if it, when you first came in to Calm Comfy Campground, there was no one in the lobby. It's exactly like that. Is there any other kind of search roll I can also do for anything? Well, if you're wanting to find something, you could roll search <laughs> if you tell me what you're trying to find. Oh, then no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching the secret places for something interesting. Oh, <laughs> can I search for the MacGuffin to solve all this? <laughs> I'd like to find the yeah, Maltese go ahead and Falcon, search. please. Oh, I didn't. Oh, no, I got a 69, which, does that a crit success? He, that he is a crit success. Crit success. <laughs> okay, yeah. Is. So, uh, Charles Digby is, like, looking all around and... <laughs> he finds, <laughs> he finds, a he finds Zach with James <laughs> saying, here's what's going on. <laughs> well, distraught, you, uh, you put your hand up against the wall and you feel the wall begin to give way a little bit as you found this like secret door. And as you push into it, this room opens up and looking into it, it is a long, long room. You can't see the end of it and it is lit by the floor and the darkness is coming from above and there's these shadows of all these metal shelves and you have opened up a secret door into the room with all the tapes. Geographically, where is this room? It's just around the corner from the meeting room. It was down like a like a slight hallway from where you guys. Sure, were. but if the island is the face of a clock, what time is it at? We're two, in the center. Two o'clock, aren't we? What? It's at two o'clock from the center. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> then why is the island the face of a clock? 
This you is all you've given us. <laughs> uh, can I roll to see if I have my tape player on me? Yeah. Luck? Yeah, 50-50. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is that. This is that room. This is that room. We were we, we were in here before. You, do you do you guys remember that? Do you remember the room with all the tapes? Yeah, I, I I remember. We should find a way to play one. Yeah, I want to go further in. Are you guys all going further in? Can I search for a tape player like in the office or something? We're we're not because Martin Cupertino has continued to run out the front door and he's running towards the boat docks. What are the rest of you doing? Searching for a tape player. Okay, as you look around, it's just shelves, 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 shelves. I don't know. I want to d- try and find our shelves again. Yeah, I'll go with Or it. is it so... I mean, looking actually. into it, it is infinite and vast. But, oh, okay. But you can try if you want. Roger Fairfield, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what Roger would do right now. He's he's freaked out, but he doesn't... I don't think he would run for the boats. I think the boats are the last thing he wants to be on. Yeah, me, especially <laughs> what happened yeah. to my head. Uh, I'm like, I don't want to even try to go back there. Can he... He's going to yell for Angela and then maybe go into that back office that uh, we saw James in previously. As you're hollering for Angela, can you do it for me real quick? Angela! Angie! 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 That begins Angie! to echo Angie! out Angie! and just reverberate and repeat. Walter and Alan Grimes, Charles Digby, Roger Fairfield, and Martin Cupertino, you are all walking through the woods. You're surrounded by trees. You're running through the woods. You're running through the woods. (laughs) Martin Cupertino, you have the map out, and you're like leading the group through this jungle trying to find the door. Charles Digby, you feel blood rushing down your face. I need you to roll a D6 and half it for damage. Two. All right, lose two hit points. He rolled a four, made it two in his mind. <laughs> Quick math. Shut the fuck Quick up, John. <laughs> Give away the secrets. <laughs> I'm not good at math, but I think we all assumed he rolled a four. We have to. Okay, so who is helping Martin Cupertino with the map, or are you guys allowing Martin Cupertino to just lead you with his skills? Before that, can I? I assume I'm wearing like an overshirt or something. Can I like tear it up to like make like a weird little bandage for my head, like a little hat for my? Head? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, want to cover up my sad? Can head. I use intelligence? <laughs> rag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Can I use intelligence to uh, read the map? It'll be survival. Uh, does anybody have a good survival? Uh, nope. I do. I feel like there's other there's other ways to read a map. I can. But, uh, <laughs> I think if maybe you you were smart enough, you could figure out what it was telling you. You could do intelligence at a negative forty. That's still better than survival. <laughs> what do you? What's your survival? I'm, I'm actually pretty pretty good at maps. It's it's part of part of my job. It's part of what I do. I can I can I can read it for you. I can I I can I can navigate it. But you also think your fake wife is real, so my wife wife is my wife can we trust you it's it's my wife i, I don't know why i don't know where hey, she is hey i don't ease up on him he can still read the fucking map i need to ask zach something without you guys hearing <laughs> tough shit <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with thomas <laughs> hey me joe so joe remembers that when i was in the office with james he uh asked if i was single mm-hmm. and you gave me a nod that yes yeah does that come back to Roger yes. at any point? Yeah, let's say that it comes back to you right now. Okay. As he's asking about your wife. Okay. All right, let's do it. Everybody back. So Martin Cupertino is pressing Roger Fairfield about his wife. Press me. <laughs> <laughs> Press him, baby. 
Hey, why don't we have your fake wife read this map? My wife is real. We've been together for... Uh, we've been together for... I, I met her... I don't... I was... I was talking to... I was talking to James, and he, he asked he asked if I was... He asked if I was single. I said... I said... I said yes. I said... I said... I said yes. I don't... Who's... Well, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a wife. I don't have a wife. <laughs> hey, buddy, I feel like all the answers on the other side of this door. Can you help us get there? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. That's where, hey, maybe Angie's on the other side of the door. I don't, I don't know who she is. Okay. I don't know who she is. Okay, just calm down. Just calm down. The answers are on the other side of the door on this map. Okay, now here's the thing. So when you guys roll, who is reading the map are both of you reading the map i think yeah i think both of us okay so i need you both to roll into my little uh box that i'm holding it's joe's dice rolling box and i need you guys to roll into it and not see the result oh because because you're gonna lie (laughs) what (laughs) so because because i'd i'd like the game to go a certain way but (laughs) depending on whether or not you succeed or fail i will tell you which way you think you should go but i don't want you to know whether you've read the map successfully oh, or not so cool. i want you both to roll into okay, this cool excuse but <laughs> joe look at it <laughs> check it out, joe, joe, look look it out. Look. he's busy counting look. okay what do you have for intelligence minus 40 30 okay and what do you have for survival uh 40 okay so as you guys are approaching, you're following the line on the map to failed. the door and you notice directly across from you on the line where you are heading from off the trail toward the door, you're about 20 yards away from where you think the door is, there's a cave opening. And then above that, there's a slight opening in the trees that leads above the cave. I'd like to roll to double check. <laughs> <laughs> we've Mar- got to be really careful about how we read this <laughs> martin cupertino uh-huh. you are positive that you should go above the cave okay and about roger fairfield you're pretty positive that this map is leading you into the cave and then out through the door fuck and this is based on how we rolled yep and we don't know how we roll. Don't know, yeah. but we don't know. Okay, so how do we feel about? How I will we did tell it? you. One of you succeeded, and the other one we critically got failed. That <laughs> one of them critically failed. Oh, listen, no. we need to go through those trees. I mean, I, 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 I read the map. I, I, I work with. I'm an archaeologist. I, I follow maps to places all the time. It's through the cave. Everybody follows maps to things as much as an archaeologist does. We all drive somewhere. It's not like you're a fucking mapologist. I have to decipher strange maps sometimes and this is a strange map and i i feel confident it's through the cave i think your result is pretty strange why the fuck would we get out of the forest through a cave instead of going through the clearing in the forest why is it called a door on the map there's no door here it's 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 all symbolic there's got to be another entry on the other side of the cave it's our way out everyone you go your own ways you figure it out for yourselves i'm going through the tree who's following martin cupertino Caves, you fucking idiots. Don't go into the caves. Come on. We could split into two groups and uh that yes both of them. That's what we're demanding happens here. <laughs> you need to figure out which group you're in. 
if you want to die or go into the dark cave <laughs> or idiots. I guess I don't know if it's death if you if you want to get out of here you go through the caves if you if you just want to explore the forest more go up there I guess I'm gonna go with Roger because I've been with him through so much already you Andy's idiot saying- you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I don't know what I rolled. I know what I think is happening. Walter, honestly, you're... I, I don't know what happened before this. Look at me. I don't know what we were before this. Do you have the memory of us in the flower room? I think that we should split up. It's time for me to go on my own. And you see Alan Grimes' face just drops. Literally? Of sadness. It doesn't fall off his face. No, it doesn't fall off his face. There are no fake faces! <laughs> in this one, there will be in the next one. <laughs> I know you don't like dark places. And I start walking towards Roger. Why are all the player characters going to die? <laughs> all right. I walk off through the light in the woods. Oh. Uh, Alan Grimes looks back at you, Walter, as you're walking away from him. If you turn back, you see a single tear is falling from his eye. I honestly, I don't know that you were my son. But I thought of you as my son. I'll see you at the end, Dad. I don't want that loser going with me. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go into the caves? (laughs) And Alan Grimes just stands there, kind of shook, not wanting to offend anyone, but clearly not wanted by either group. Yeah, why don't you go into the caves, you feckless, perhaps sunless piece of shit? Well, I I've got a cube to launch. I can't deal with this shit any longer, and I certainly can't deal with you. I don't know, but based on my memories, I am not. I don't think I am a good person, and I don't know if I deserve to leave. All right. Well, why don't you go fight that worm monster single-handedly and let the rest of us? As you're saying that to each other. He is walking back down the trail, away from you all, back toward Lake Calm. That affects Martin in no way. Walter feels really, really sad for the first time ever. It fills you. These emotions are running wild within you. That's I like get down, like drop to my knees, and I actually start to cry. And actual tears are pouring from your eyes. Watch your electronics, Walter. It's 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 okay. He wasn't. It sounds like he wasn't really your dad or something. He, I I just I don't know what to think. I there's just so much going on. I just can't compute it all. It's Roger's gonna try and comfort you. I mean, there's there's this kid crying in front of him. Charles Digby only knows how to comfort things in one way, which is patted on the head like his pet cat. Is yeah. there, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, it'll be okay, Ro- Rolo. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, Ro- I mean, uh, <laughs> but he does like a pat on the head and he's like, hey, 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 it'll be okay. I've got, maybe. I've got a little bit of persuade. Is there a role that I would do to like comfort somebody? So psychotherapy would yeah, be comfort. I don't, I don't have any of that. You got 10%. I got 10%. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> okay. Blah. 
I, I crit failed. <laughs> <laughs> you smack him on top of the head. Bad. I failed also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You smack him on the head. Start slapping him. <laughs> Pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah, he like hits me in the head. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And I just get down. I pat you too hard where it's like not comfortable. I'm just like <laughs> completely prone facing the crook of my elbow crying. Poopertino. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Farting Poopertino. <laughs> you got we him. fucking got him. Fucking got him, Farting Poopertino. We fucking got him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna work? Teamwork. That's from the Wonder Pets. That's cool. Yep. It's fun to hear stuff in the room that I know I'm gonna edit out later. <laughs> who's leading the charge into this cave i assume it's roger fairfield it's gotta be roger he's vehement about this cave so walter you've just been consoled very poorly by two grown men when i (laughs) (laughs) a scalped man (laughs) uh when i hear them walking towards the cave i kind of just like look over and for a split second i try to decide if i'm going to the cave or running after my dad but I realize I've made that decision. I get up and there's like dirt and mud all over my face and I start following them into the cave. The cave opening is large enough for two or three people to go in at a time. It's not too small. There are a lot of caves around here in Missouri that the entrance to the cave is literally like you dive in head first and your feet go in the air. It's not one of those. It's like small in cave. Exactly. Like the largest cave opening in the world. (laughs) (laughs) No, this one you can you can easily like kind of uh crab crawl on your on your hands and the the palms behind you kind of into it and scooch on your butt into a pretty large opening immediately where you hear the drops of water in the distance and besides that you hear nothing this cave system is moist we have mites and tights it is much colder here uh you got mites and tights for days far more tights than mites at this first opening area so you're kind of dodging them with your mouth and making sure that no the drip drops get in your grill as you (laughs) as you scooch down in but then you can kind of stand up and you're standing on this it kind of looks like a tongue almost uh the way that it is like uh going in in texture or shape both i would say it's both uh there's it's smooth and wet and there's a line down the middle and you can kind of like put one foot on each side as you move forward and the light behind you is the only thing guiding you for now do you guys have any lighters or anything on you i would assume charles digby might be a smoker but that's just an assumption yeah because he went to be incognito exactly he smokes a lot (laughs) (laughs) i um put my arm out like this like what forearm facing up palm up and I shake that drink, baby. So sorry. Uh, I like touch in the crook of my elbow. Yeah. And my eyes light up a little bit and it projects some light. Uh, that doesn't happen, ah. but you think it does as you put your finger there. Well, then let me do something else. Delete that. <laughs> do, I, do I notice? You guys look over and... Is he like holding still and he's like doing it you guys look over and walter is holding his thumb over the crook of his elbow and he's like blinking really intensely and he's confused hey bud 
What? What? Are you? What are you doing there? This sh- should be working, but what? Uh, what should be working? Never. Never mind. I look at Roger and I'm like, this kid's got some fucking screws loose. There's something wrong. That's certain. We gotta take care of him. He's- Do you guys have like a flashlight or a lighter or anything? I whip out a little Zippo. Yeah, and the Zippo is enough in this like pitch darkness to expose a large uh, opening ahead of you, and there it it, it gets smaller and smaller in the distance about 25 yards away and then there's another opening down there and you uh, you see there seems to be a path laid out from here to there almost like people have been through here before I'll lead the way and I hold the lighter kind of in front while guiding them I'll follow same and as you're going forward you notice that you're now only lit by this lighter when you turn back around you see no natural light coming from behind you. Yeah, guys, there's. Didn't we just come from that direction? I don't. I don't see. I don't see the. Is there wind kicking in that's making the flame go a certain way, or is it still air? It is still air. Fuck. The stalactites must be in the blocking the light. Let's just forge on. Pre- yeah, let's pre- press on. I, I, I guess. Yeah. I think Roger right now is a little bit maybe wondering if he read the map right, but he's still going. So you guys go into this next little opening, and there is a slide down. It's a, There's a bunch of different rocks and stuff, but it's been smoothed out over time. There seems to be water trickling in this area, uh, just to your left and just to your right. But there's a rock kind of stairway leading down a little bit and you notice that you're now in a room that is probably 40 yards by 40 yards and at least 40 yards high as well and you're like up at the top currently looking down into it and earlier you said that there are signs that this is a used pathway people have been here yeah for sure i say i'm i I think i think we're going the right way guys there's 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 signs that people have been through here something has to be down here let's let's keep going let's go do you guys think rollo will recognize me (laughs) without your hair without the hair (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah how's that how's that feeling feels bad There's not a lot of skin up there. <laughs> so you guys make your way down into... Making our way down to... Making your way down into this part of the cave in your home now forever. <laughs> so you guys get down this little like rock kind of stairwell and you realize your clothes are getting muddier and muddier. It's much cooler now than it was when you were out back in the woods. Obviously, you're in a fucking cave. Roughly 52 degrees is what I'm thinking. Fahrenheit. Mm. Uh, I was just watching a Formula One. It just doesn't matter, but they, it was. <laughs> I was watching Drive to Survive, the Formula One Netflix show, and they were like, yeah, it's fucking hot. It's 32 degrees. And I was like, ah, Americans. We're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so you guys make it down, and it is... For our international listeners, that's 11.1 degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's like 11.1 degrees Celsius, and (laughs) thank you, Luke. (laughs) As we're wandering around and passing the time, I'm like, hey, bud, why uh, do you you think you're a robot? Because... Charles, 
can't just add. No, no, no. We need to, if he's going to be with us, we got to know what's happening upstairs with him. He, he's, he's right. Were you trying to do something? Were you pressing into your arm? What were you doing? I'm not supposed to say. I think you should say. I saw whenever we were in that meeting room together, you like shut down when someone touched under your chin. What was that? I, my dad. He's your, he's your my, not dad, my, I think. My dad made me. Are you talking about Alan made you? Yeah. We're pretty sure now that he isn't your dad. Is that in that right? I mean, in a way he is, but I'm, I was never born. When you said he made you, did you mean that in the way that you mean that he made you? You think he made you? I know that he did. He built you. He built me. But I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. I don't think he built you. I don't think a robot could cry like you did back there. Well, I came to this island to see if I could pass as real, so I guess one good thing out of this is that it worked. But you, you are, you are real, Walter. You're, you're not a made thing. You, you're cyborgs aren't real, bud. Then I'm not real. But you are real, and I, uh, I want to pinch his arm. You can feel that, right? I was programmed to feel. Oh boy, when you got touched under the chin and you shut down, what did that feel like to you? I just black out or sleep, I guess, and sometimes I just can't move. Well, from our perspective, you just closed your eyes. But what did you think happened? I shut down. I my dad made me, and there's there's more of me. He was gonna sell me. And you get hit with a memory from before you were at Calm Comfy Campground. You're in a cage. And you're in a warehouse, and it smells. It's fucking musty, like a junior high locker room that was abandoned over summer break. This warehouse is filled with these cages, cramped, rusty, covered in a layer of condensation due to the humidity, and each cage has a kid in it, roughly your age. And there must be hundreds of you all stacked three cages high, separated just enough to limit physical contact. And walking through the maze of cages in this vile warehouse is Alan Grimes, followed by a few men who are hanging on his every word. Some were orphans, some were collected from the streets, others had parents who were more than willing to trade them for drugs. And that's where the learning center comes in. These kids have no place in this world. They do not exist. And they could, therefore, be extremely useful to each of your organizations. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 all right? Walter? Is he like completely dazed out right now? My it feels like my mind is broken for a second, and then I I have to I have to get back to Alan. And I start like clawing at the wall, like jumping and clawing at the wall. And the camera zooms out as we see Walter Grimes just clawing, mud pulling up in his nail beds as he's trying to get through this wall. And we see Charles Digby and Roger Fairfield just take a step back and watch and you are now in this even larger room you can roll search if you want i do so search or survival search i'm gonna do search success 
Uh, success. I success. With all of you succeeding, you each look around, and the stairs that you just took down here, the kind of like carved out stairs that made you think that this has been traveled before, are no longer there. And it is just a smooth slide that goes at like an 11 degree angle straight up. And then surrounding you on the other side are equally tall walls about 40 yards high. And you are lit only by this very still flame that is casting each of your shadows onto these walls surrounding you. But is there no no break in the walls anymore? Roll sanity. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Seven. This is, seems fine. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. I'm fine too. Yeah, you guys just a can't one. see it. Oh shit! Then yeah, you guys are fine. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't see it right now, but you just haven't found it yet. It's no big deal. Oh, uh, yeah. Roger's gonna start running his hand on the nearest wall and going in a perimeter. Yeah, it won't take long. We'll find. I'll find, find it eventually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're kind of like all. Oh, I feel like since it's so, is it just like pitch black except the lighter? Exactly. Have you guys read Yellow Wallpaper, the short story? A long time ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is reminding me very much of this. So I will just cut to a scene where the three of you are all like conga line style, basically, with the lighter in front holding your hands up to the wall. Exactly. And as we pan out, we see that the handprints that have been going around this room have been going time and time and time and time in memoriam. And you've made smooth handprints all across this wall repeatedly for who knows how long. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) What's Martin Cupertino thinking as he leaves these three, four even, and heads above the cave off through the opening in the trees? Uh, nothing in particular. He's just completely, he doesn't have a single doubt about his own rightness. And then all of a sudden, as you're walking, you just stop because you run into a wall. Bonk! Literally. It's like there's a wall in reality. Yeah. I can see, like, forest through the other side, but I bonk it. Yeah. And then as you, like, reach out for it, you can tell that it is this, like, energy that you can't quite move through. Okay. I would like to... Meditate and get in tune with this energy. Roll power. 23 on a 50. After a short period of meditation, you open your eyes back up and you can very clearly see where this wall goes up and looking up behind you, you see that it creates a dome over the sky above you and you're on the very edge of it now. And just to your right, there's a little opening where there is no energy. I'd like to walk through that. As you walk through the opening, this headache that you didn't even realize that you necessarily had just dissipates, and you feel free for the first time, and you don't know how long. And you do exactly what Thomas just did, which was exhale and like roll your sigh. eyes back in the head. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> okay, Martin immediately takes out his 90s cell phone. Yep. And he calls the secretary. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Bring, 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 bring. Cupertino's office. Why, why do you sound like Jack Russell? Cupertino's office. <laughs> Cupertino's office. You know who the fuck this is? What fucking year is it? Oh my God, Martin. What year is it? It's 26 years ago. 
Everyone knows that. He takes a deep sigh of relief. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I'm still 26 years in the future. Well, 26.3, that's what I've calculated. Is Cube about to launch? It hasn't been postponed yet, but... Is it ready? Yes, it's it's going to launch. Cube. And send me a fucking helicopter. Hey, you what? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I've never done that in Dope Dream! <laughs> Roger Fairfield, Charles Digby, Alan Grimes, and Walter Grimes, you're all sitting in a half circle in the meeting room about to have orientation, and a man walks in wearing a white button-down shirt, gray slacks, and black dress shoes, and he sits at the chair in front of you, and he says, Hello there, everyone. My name is James, and I am the executive director here. Welcome to Calm, Comfy Campground. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't understand. I feel like Clark could benefit a lot from this, but he doesn't know it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Zach. So... The world is pretty wild right now. And before I address how we're handling it here at Pretending to Be People, I just want to say we wish you all the best during these unprecedented times. For me, personally, yesterday, COVID-19 hit a bit closer to home than I'd have liked. My dad had just finished a 14-day quarantine after coming into contact with someone who was corona-positive, and the symptoms hit him like a truck on day 15. This thing is real, and it fucking sucks. Please stay home. Wash your hands. And if you're young and staying safe, please offer to make grocery and pharmacy runs for the older and immunocompromised in your lives. We can make it through this mess together. I know it's hard to stop touching your face, so maybe wear gloves that you've dipped into spoiled milk and let dry in the sun. Maybe that. So we are currently waiting on the rest of our equipment to come in the mail so we can begin recording remotely. We've never done this before, so we might be taking a week off to figure out the logistics, but my hope is to put out this Q&A episode Friday, April 3rd. So post those questions on the thread in the subreddit ASAP. And as for our patrons over on Patreon, I will make an announcement once all our equipment is in and we have everything set up and we know what we're actually doing. But we are so looking forward to making your patronage really worth its belt size. For those of you who don't know, I work as the Director of Human Resources and Community Outreach for a small business that owns five bars. And I bartend a couple nights a week as well for extra money, like... The main thing I did was plan big events. So, yeah. But even with all this shit, I'm not as worried as I probably should be. These moments of crisis bring out a compassion and empathy in people that is so heartening. So if you have the ability, please take this time. Reach out to an elderly neighbor. Venmo a friend who's in the service industry. Zoom with your family and friends and let them know how much you love them. 
There are three more story arcs left in this campaign, and I am so absolutely fucking stoked to see what happens. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show.